I think. It says we're live. Hello, Internet. Hey there, Internet. How are How- you? <laughs> I already stepped on the guests. It only took two seconds. <laughs> Welcome to episode uh, 172? One, 172 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made people mad online and explain why they're dumb for caring. Uh, as always, I'm your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. And with us today, we have Tex Quackenberg. Local, local expert and authority on everything, as you can tell <laughs> by the blazer and glasses. Mm-hmm. I mean... We told them not to dress fancier than us, but it's, a, it's, 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 it's okay. It's a low bar. <laughs> Tex, how you yeah. doing, man? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Awesome. Right. Good. You, you enjoying your, uh, your long weekend? Yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's great. Are you well, going to well, make sure you pay uh, patronage to the Queen Victoria tomorrow? Yeah. Got to give it up for the Queen. That's yeah, Queen style. Going to work. Oh. <laughs> wait queen victoria i was like i had i literally just had to google this i was like queen victoria is not the current queen no, is she? she's been dead for a, a, a while yeah over over a century by the looks of it but mm. thanks thanks victoria for giving us a day off in your honor uh for those of you tuning in from outside canada this is like this is may long weekend this is the like a historical kickoff to summer uh traditionally yeah. it's like memorial day but canadian so of course we honor the queen instead of the military yeah. this is and then the- another month of rain before summer <laughs> actually happens. yeah <laughs> yeah this is the day all the kids high school kids go camping and get alcohol poisoning and then get rained on and be like well it's summer now i started it off <laughs> we're, we're doing it <laughs> uh back to the queen thing wait what is was- it this is uh this is white white boy summer isn't it White. It's always white boy summer, Derek. Yeah, but this one, who was it? Uh, Tom, was it Tom Hanks' son? One, some like dipshit celebrity kid was like, this is white boy summer. I can feel it. And just got like roasted online oh, for it. I but, thought uh, everybody said that all the time. Like it's, it was like hot girl summer, hot white boy summer, fat white boy summer. It's pretty much, I've only ever used those ironically as a joke. So if he said that, like being like, yo, this is white boy summer and meant it. Then he should have gotten roasted. Yeah, it was uh, it was Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks, oh, son. the the shitty Hanks son. Yeah, the, because uh, there's the, Colin Hanks, who's the black awesome sheep of the Hanks family. You know, I think that I think you're you're sort of uh, you're cursed from the beginning, but with a name like Chet, anyways, like <laughs> he's, he's forever going to be a douchebag. That's pretty much the male version of Karen, isn't it? Yeah, ah, you can Chet. you can you can blame the parents for that one. Yeah. I think Chet would be, uh, you know, he'd be like a nephew of Karen. Ah, uh, that's a good point. It'd be like, let's hear what Chet has to say. And you're like, mm, how about we don't? <laughs> um, yeah, back to that queen thing. Right now it's Queen Elizabeth, or is it Queen Elizabeth II? Queen Elizabeth II, okay. I believe. And this is Again, the one that I, I looked Google. this up a while ago because I can't remember why I was going to make a point and then I never did, where I think she's been in rule since 57 because she's in her 69th year hey oh nice hey, she's nice she's the in queen. her 69th rule of our year of rule uh first queen without a king i believe in the british empire 
they call that the nice centennial. Hey, huh? Huh? yeah. So huh? basically, we're. I don't know. Can I say we're not part of a patriarch patriarchy, or does that just sound like petulant for me to say? Because we still have a male prime minister, I guess. I think I you you know the the way society is structured is still very much in a way that benefits uh, white dudes. What up, white boy summer? Let's go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we're already canceled. All I, right. I think the fact that that we have a queen doesn't necessarily negate that. But then again, what the fuck do I know? Absolutely mm. nothing, which is why I'm here on a podcast <laughs> to lecture people about their opinions. Yeah. Well, let's instead of having opinions, let's just make fun of people's opinions for what they talk about. The only way to fly. Mm hmm. I, I came. I came with a few opinions today. I, I don't know. Nice. If that's okay. Love it. Let's yeah, get nice. into it. <laughs> uninformed ones. This is a safe space. As uninformed <laughs> as you want, you can express all your opinions. The, the less informed, the better, because then maybe Dale and I seem like moderately intelligent in yeah. comparison. That's why you had me on today. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Uh, what do you guys want to get into first? Uh, Derek, we, we were walking around today and you said you had some stern opinions on Biden driving a truck. Well, I was just like, we can we can talk about it. I mean, uh, my my opinion mostly was that uh, modern liberalism is a literal brain disorder where like it's all about fucking optics and like. But there was this picture of like Biden doing a photo op in a Ford truck and he was talking about how fast it was and uh, and people were tweeting online and they were like, oh, this is so such a big improvement from uh, from that photo of Trump sitting in a semi and like bellowing and pretending to honk a horn, which is an all time classic. I got to I, 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 I got to say that was that was the only endearing moment of his entire presidency. <laughs> yeah. Seeing him, a grown 70 year old man looking like a little kid uh, honking, honking, the, honking, the, honking the horn. Yeah, it's yeah. like that was the most relatable he ever was. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, Biden's doing this photo op in a fucking Ford truck. And, you know, all he's thinking is how can we pack this thing with explosive and drive it into a crowd <laughs> of Palestinian children? And it's just like everyone's just like fucking like singing this guy's praises. And he's done like, you know, policy wise. I don't even know what the fuck the guy's done, but like he wrote the have- 94 crime bill. That's the worst one I could think of off the top of my head. Dimmies. And hand notes, Dimmies. Yeah, <laughs> he is handed out. Yeah, he also was there for the other two uh, wars in, like the De- Operation Desert well, Storm one and like, two. Yeah, he was there, war, and the Israel Palestine thing has been like ongoing, and they've always had American military support. But you have all these progressives who were like, I don't know, I don't know how anyone who's like a true progressive can look at Biden and be like, "That's our guy." It's a win for yeah. us having this guy in the White House. He's like a less offensive and like it's all about fucking optics right like he can say that he's uh he's an ally to minorities and he can say he's an ally to uh lgbtq uh and he can say he's an ally to fucking whoever the left but like it's i don't know policy wise that he is doing anything meaningful or substantial other that's a departure from what the previous guy was doing and even obama before that like it's not it's, there's no fucking difference except mm-hmm. that he can string a sentence together and doesn't like get on stage and, and berate 
you know other world leaders uh so diplomacy i, I, might be I think bit. i think the, the key of this this last election i don't know if we're talking about american politics but uh it, it, you know you, you had two uh, ancient motherfuckers uh and it was really who who can we elect with the possibility of their of their vps becoming president and you know mm -hmm. the, the likely thing of uh, uh you know kamala harris uh versus uh what's it, pence mike pence yeah you yeah. know what's what, what's what's better in the long run i think that uh people were like well, let's 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 give that uh, the chance of biden dying and and having kamala harris as a president <laughs> way more uh positive potential than than uh, you know what's it yeah, uh, I yeah i think oh, most oh, people oh, were oh. like pence is a fucking nightmare let's get this girl who or woman sorry who put all those people in jail with all of her fucking when she was the top cop or yeah, whatever who basically she criminalized poverty which yeah. i don't know if there's anything more american than making poor people <laughs> illegal uh that's the american dream right there yeah. am i right right my problem with the whole back to the biden driving around in a ford it was like wait what like i get how like i feel like he was probably like this will show everybody that i'm for green power when it just everybody's like wait did is he like officially sponsored Ford president now? Like why didn't he drive a Prius or one of the other electrical or hybrid vehicles that were I, out there? I, I think that because uh, America uh, and trucks mm. go together, especially the side of the, side of the, uh, the aisle that don't like Biden. Oh. The, the image of him promoting a manlier electric vehicle <laughs> i mean true. i gotta say that thing that thing can fucking go mm -hmm. <laughs> you see that video it fucking it, it's yeah it was yeah it, it was it's a fast that was a fast truck wait is that uh, is that sorry. thing full electric or is it yeah uh, it's full hybrid? electric damn it's like uh all the numbers that i should know what they mean like the torque and horsepower and stuff they said is higher than a regular f-150 so i'm impressed i think they said it was zero, zero to 60 in, in 4.3 or something like that which is yeah they're like break horsepower and i'm like how is that different than regular horsepower and i don't know like you figure i'd know this stuff since i'm a welder and people just assume i know man stuff but i don't <laughs> i know i barely know what horsepower is and the basically the more horsepower a truck has, the faster it goes. That's the limit of my knowledge on trucks. I'm just reading about this. I did. I didn't know it was full. Of, that's impressive for like each yet Elon Musk because yeah. Fucking, I don't. I don't actually know how Teslas perform, but I don't know if you Teslas are fucking bonkers. I don't know how how well the truck is, but yeah, like Tesla's like the full. They they have the insanity mode or something, and they, they go like zero to a 60 in like less than two seconds, but those are cars. And I don't think the Tesla truck is production ready. Whereas the F1, the Ford F-150 is supposed to be production ready. I think either the end of this year or the beginning of next year. So we could start seeing those on the road. He's seeing not hearing, which is the only thing I don't like about electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be weird to just fucking like, <laughs> Because you're used to at least getting that like that sensory experience of like this thing fucking like making a boom, lot of noise. Boom, boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, is it as exciting to be in a completely silent vehicle? Uh, 
I'm pretty sure there's some fucking young dudes who are going to figure out how to make those loud and obnoxious, just like their civics <laughs> with the just, fucking tailpipes and shit. <laughs> you just put a couple playing cards in the spokes. Uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> or they'll, they'll get like a speaker and just be like, yeah, as they're driving around. <laughs> there was that Vince Vaughn. Um, I forget the Kevin. James movie where the whole point of the movie was they were trying to figure out how to make an electronic car sound like a big meaty car and it was all like through the sound system and stuff we gotta start having like a swear jar but it's every time you reference (laughs) a conspiracy theory or a Kevin James movie you have to pay into it (laughs) but this time it wasn't me just bringing up Kevin James because I love Kevin James it was actually uh, pertinent to the conversation because in the movie they had a challenger and they're trying to like pitch having an electric challenger to dodge and stuff so is this a real movie yeah it's a real movie here let me google it to Never. find out what it is uh kevin james the, the, the last one you guys had me on i think yeah. i made dale do shots every time he did something that he- <laughs> every time yeah <laughs> Partners in an auto design firm. Oh, yeah. it's uh, got it rating 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why am I not surprised? But that was out in 2011. So if Kevin James and Vince Vaughn solved this problem 10 years ago, what's Ford waiting for? Like, just go watch that movie and figure it out. Figure it out, Ford. And yeah, then get I, Joe Biden to do another fucking staged photo op in your <laughs> shitty electric truck. Yeah, that just like it'll be the same video exactly, except for it'll be exceptionally loud, and and it'll just be Biden driving like this, covering his ears with uh Yeah, I want, it's just the the main thing that pissed me off about that was the uh, you know the Israel Palestine conflict is going on. And Joe mm-hmm. Biden's posting this like four thing, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's so great that Joe Biden's in this four. Well, and, people like, like happy news, you know. People they they want they 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 want distract. I guess them. maybe it was a nice a, a nice departure from uh, from all that, but it just like it's like read read the room, Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dale. You you got anything else to say? about to begin. No, this uh, that's it. That's it for the whole podcast. Is that you? <laughs> Text? My bad. My bad. <laughs> Text doing are some you, research on the fly. Are you watching the uh, Joe Biden video and the commercial yeah. came up? He's, he's <laughs> queuing up uh, the dilemma, the 2011 smash hit starring Vince Vaughn and Kevin James. I mean, you can't go wrong with Vince Vaughn and Kevin James. <laughs> I can't say how good the show or the movie actually was because... Apparently, I like Kevin James movie and nobody else does. Yeah, I should say if there was ever a summer to watch a Vince Vaughn, Kevin James movie, it is 2021 white boy summer. Watch <laughs> that movie. It will sh- shine like a fucking diamond. It'll be beautiful. Watch yes. it. I bet it holds up. Yes, it'll change your life. <laughs> I'm not saying for the good or for the bad. You just watch it. Uh, next, we could talk about this handstand breastfeeding. Because uh, so an Australian uh, snowboarder, Olympic, oh, Olympic, Olympic yeah. um, Olympian. athlete. Yeah, Olympian athlete. But she was also like a. Uh, legend apparently in australia so she posts this picture on her instagram of her 
doing a yoga handstand whilst breastfeeding her son named Flo at the same time. And she got a bunch of negative press and people were not happy, but some people were happy. And on our Instagram or not our Instagram on our Twitter, I said, I started this new thing Wednesday, yay or nay. And I posted the picture and I was like, well, what do you guys think? And it was kind of split down the middle. People were, most of the nays were like, this is fucking awkward. Why is she like naked doing a handstand breastfeeding her kid? And then the yays were like, yeah, girl power. Like this is better than postpartum depression and good for her normalized breastfeeding and all that typical stuff. So you guys saw the video. What do you think? Um, I mean, the photo, sorry. I I think that that is the perfect thing for social media. Like what I go there for ridiculous shit, exhibitionism, boobs. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) this is the trifecta. Like it just covered all, all the bases, you know, the only thing missing is cats. There's no cats in the video or the pictures. Mm. Uh, You you know, to, to get offended by someone like that is, is, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Like don't go on, don't go on social media. Yeah, that's true. My thing about it was I was like, you're kind of ruining this perfectly good thirst trap video by making it awkward. Like she's doing a handstand. She's not wearing a top. She's wearing skimpy underwear so she could show off her sexy butt. And she looks good for having a child that young. But then you're like, yeah, that girl looks good. Her body looks good. And then you're like, but there's a baby in the picture and that makes it but the, awkward. But the baby is blocking the nipples, which makes makes it social media friendly. That's true. Yeah, the baby was basically a, a sensor. I don't know that it was uh, necessarily a, a thirst. I mean, it was definitely like a thirst trap in that, like, pay attention to me, please. Uh, because why mm. else? And this goes for anyone posting any kind of fucking handstand on social media. It's like, there's no practical use for doing a handstand. If you're doing that and you're posting it to social media, it's to show off that you can do a handstand. There's no other reason to do it. <laughs> Doubly so. But I don't know what, like, why people were offended, like, why people were so bothered by it. Like, so she wanted to do, uh, hand- like, there's lots well, of breastfeeding people posts. People that are generally offended by breastfeeding in, in any In kind general. Of, like. Yeah. We should raise those kids' feet, like, fucking bring up children. They should start eating like corn syrup or high fructose fucking whatever at birth. And that's, that's, that is God's food. That is what children should be eating. Yeah. There's no place. A a blanket dome over your entire life for the first, (laughs) how long did people breastfeed for? Uh, I think four years, 18 months. I think it's two years. Is it, 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 I I figured like one year was kind of the like standard, but I don't, do people go that long beyond that? People go like seven. Like there's like oh, weird yeah. old ladies. Well, you, you're watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd say about year, year and a half. I mean, if there's anybody who knows how long you're supposed to breastfeed, it's three white dudes. Yeah, we are the resident <laughs> experts on breastfeeding. Well, you know, one of these white dudes has a child, so he would probably know the best. So I don't. I have no idea. Like, I'm just like. Uh, it, I think like one year is what the the uh, World Health Organization recommends, but they, uh, you know, they're not doing so hot in the credibility department these days. So 
it's anyone's guess. Yeah, a lot of people who were criticizing it were just saying that it's unnecessary and they're like, we don't think like nobody was like your kid should be taken away from you. But like there are people who are like, you're a miracle woman. Way to way to slay it, girl. What? What? We're going to say that people shouldn't be posting unnecessary or gratuitous shit on social media now. Like, (laughs) okay, goodbye, Instagram. You're not a thing anymore. I mean, I would prefer, like I said before, I would prefer thirst trap videos without a baby involved so that I could keep those two portions of my brain separate. But I don't know, like, I feel like it's kind of like it's like, yeah, you see this stuff all the time on Instagram. Basically, Instagram was made for women to garner attention from males, like with suicide girls and all that stuff. And this falls in line with that. But then it's just like. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to get into the whole body shaming mothers who can't get their body to bounce back as soon because you hear a lot of women talking about that because she is already really fit after having her kid. I think her kid looks like six months old or so in the photo, maybe a year. He's crawling. So I don't know how that old that is. But yeah, basically, I don't know. I'm on the fence. Like, uh, it just looks awkward to me. But I, I'm not against. I'm not against it because there's breastfeeding in the photo. I'm I'm against it based on like handstands, but that's not <laughs> <laughs> breastfeeding. Fuck whatever. Fuck handstands. I'm, I'm, I'm against handstands on principle. That's you know, if we were meant to fucking stand on our hands, God would have given us legs mm-hmm. for arms, man. <laughs> Okay, so you guys are basically we're all okay with uh, nudity and cleavage and stuff on social media. How do you feel about them in yearbooks? Uh, Oh, shit. I was going to say I'm all for it, but then I remembered that yearbooks are uh, for people in high school. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was fantastic. All all time. Uh, Great. Yeah. I say that was 172 (laughs) episodes. Probably one of the best ones yet. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I like how every time there is actually a good segue, we have to talk about it for five minutes because we're so used to clunky bad ones. (laughs) Yeah, so. Uh, Yeah, do you want to? No, you go ahead. I'm going to pull it up so I could give uh, the listener info about where this is and what happened. Are you going to show a graphic? Because you should show a graphic of that, the, 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 the girl's shirt that got photoshopped because that's amazing oh yeah here i'll i'll post that in the comments and then if you're listening to this off of the website or itunes or whatever go to the youtube video and i will have put the picture in so you could see what we're talking about because not only is it photoshop they photoshopped out cleavage but it is a terrible photoshop job looked at it Oh my fucking god! It's like, <laughs> right? It, it's like a an open like plaid shirt, and they just like edited it to be like a. It looks like a fucking frock. Like they just caught cut yes. like a piece of fabric, <laughs> and like this is the worst Photoshop job I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so this comes from St. John's County, Florida. The Bartram Trail High School yearbook coordinator made the decision to alter 80 photos of female students that appeared photos. in the, yeah in the school's yearbook. The district confirmed Friday. So basically. She was saying that the school has a dress code and anybody who, I guess, 
went like broke the school dress code for their pictures. She went in and photoshopped out all the cleavage and the bare arms and stuff. So um, the funny thing was, it's only the uh, like headshot photos. Anytime there was a student, like a male student with his shirt off completely, or like a girl wearing like one of the same cleavage shirts in one of the like, the candid shots, the candid shots that are through. She left those, but it was just the ones in this. And she said last year, up until this year, if students broke the dress code for their photos, their photo would just not be involved. So she was being like, she was trying to be the nice person. She's like, well, I didn't want them to go without a photo. So I just took it upon myself to Photoshop it and make it so the photo could still go in. And she did a terrible job photoshopping. Just a truly fucking awful <laughs> job. <laughs> but I mean, I guess we don't really shouldn't expect all people who work at schools to be good at photoshops. Um, I mean, you know, if you're working a, in a school uh, in the yearbook department in some podunk town in Florida, like it, it, there are not a lot of uh, high expectations of your skill level of anything. I think anything. I don't know. Have you ever heard of St. John's, Florida, before in your life? No, I haven't. No, unless so, there was a Florida man story out of there. Yeah, <laughs> Florida man sucks at Photoshop. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking. It's weird. That I mean, it's shitty for the students involved. It's fucking it's super shitty that it was only I mean, it's obviously only going to be females in the portrait photos because they're the only ones with anything remotely sexual from the waist up. Like dudes probably had shirts on, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, but the school also uh, has been under fire for enforcing dress code violations against girls specifically. Uh, mm. And like sending them to the dean's office and basically forcing them to like get changed or be suspended or, or go home. And it seems like a really like they're not allowed to show bare shoulders, which like, I don't know if you guys have ever been in fucking Florida in May, but you don't want <laughs> to be a good point. You're not going to be walking around with long sleeves on like it's not it's not a Florida thing to do. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. It's it's fucked up and weird. And it's like. I'm not sure what's worse, like not just letting teen girls dress like teen girls or like being bizarrely prudish and like almost like over sexualizing them and being like, well, you can't show any cleavage. So I'm going to like do the world's worst fucking Photoshop job to, to make sure that you don't. Yeah, I mean, and also I wonder if I guess this. It doesn't say whether or not, like, because you know how you get, like, school pictures. You could get, like, your grad photo or whatever. You get the photo back. I don't think those were edited. Well, not the grad photos because they're usually wearing the robes. But, yeah, they said they were offering the students, anybody who had their picture altered, they'd give them a $100, re, uh, like, refund because their photo of themselves was altered and they felt bad afterwards. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's like... Sorry, at eight, at eight grand. Yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> a. It's a big chunk of change. That's quick math. <laughs> yeah, 
It said, oh, um, here, here's a rundown of a little bit of their actual dress code at the school. It says tops and shirts must cover the entire shoulder and they must be modest and not revealing or distracting. Uh, midriff or cutout dresses and cutout tops may not be worn. Extremely short skirts are not allowed. Skirts must be no shorter than four inches above the top of the knee. Revealing clothing, pajamas, and lingerie are not available, are not acceptable. Okay, if you're wearing lingerie to school, I'm okay with them enforcing that. That's just awkward, which is, I which, guess, my new I mean, word of this podcast. What, what, where, does, where does that leave all the, the punk and goth girls? I mean, you, you know, now we're picking on them. Yeah, well, that's true. That's a very good point. Girls who, who did the, the DIY wardrobe and like just fucking smashed together whatever they had around and like raided thrift shops and shit. That's who this harms. This is again, the U S is criminalizing <laughs> poverty by not allowing teenage girls to assemble outfits out of like patchwork lingerie. Yeah. And like, what if your clothes just get holes in them because they're old and you're poor and you can't afford nice new shirts. And then you get sent home from school. It happens that the, the holes are like just here, just right there. <laughs> and, 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 here. and the sleeves fall off. We've all been there. Jackson. <laughs> Yeah, I you flex but, too hard one day and it just shreds the sleeves right <laughs> off of your shirt. Happens every day. I imagine though, being high school students, they're probably like, "Oh, rips!" Like if they're like, "Okay, since you can't avoid rips in your clothing, those are allowed." So I could just imagine people being like, "Oh, rip, rip," and like boys ripping their shirts so their nipples showed and stuff like that. Which I wonder if that would get them in trouble, but probably not. Male nipples are completely, you know, across the board, legal. White Even boy the- summer, dude, show those <laughs> nips, show them proudly. It's our, it's our time to shine. This the summer, the hairier the better. Yeah, get, just let let your beautiful boy nipples fly. Uh, <laughs> this is our year. Do it, taxi. Yeah. Nice. Too hot. Too hot for Facebook. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Dale. Give us another uh, award. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's this. Here's this. You know who's not going to be having a white boy summer? The Q Shaman. Because <laughs> 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 he's in jail. Is he still because, in jail? Uh, yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, I think they put him in case. solitary confinement. What? He has he hasn't been charged yet. He's waiting for his charges to come through, and he was doing like a dumb hunger strike because they didn't have the organic food, organic vegan food or something that he wanted, which is not something you'd expect from someone who's so right wing that they stormed the Capitol because they thought Joe Biden stole the election. That right there makes it sound a little suspect that he was just there to fuck around and didn't really care about the politics behind everything. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because Q Shaman's lawyer said a bunch of very colorful things that uh, I want to read just because I think they're hilarious. But I guess people be warned they are offensive. So the first thing he said was many capital writers may have brain damage. And then (laughs) where did he say? Oh, yeah, he said, um, I'm going to find the, sorry. Okay. Defense attorney Albert Watkins 
raised eyebrows in the court when he told Takey Points Memo earlier this week that I guess that's a uh, I'm just going to click on the link to see. I guess Takey Point Memos is just like a website. I don't know if it's a physical publication as well. But anyways, he told them on Jan 6 that. um, Oh, I guess this is an old story then. Ah, still. He said the. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. He didn't tell them Jan 6. He told them the Jan 6 rioters. Sorry, that's my mistake. I'll wear that. Dates are hard. (laughs) So basically, he said that when. The Capitol rioters who stormed the Capitol on January 6th were fucking short bus people. They have brain damage and are on the goddamn spectrum <laughs> and were subjected to four years of relentless pop propaganda. And there was a word thrown out that is my new favorite buzzword. He said they have foxitis. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a fucking good one for sure. They, I, I, I have a family member who uh, suffers from that uh, uh, deeply. Uh, mm-hmm. They watch Fox News for about 12 to 16 hours a day. And that is all, like, the only thing they can spout is, yeah. It, it does, you, like, you, you see it, and it actually, like, rewires your brain. And it's interesting yeah. to see, uh, this is not, this defense lawyer was particularly colorful about it, but there have been, uh, a number of of uh, pre-trial hearings so far, and basically the the universal defense that a lot of these attorneys are using is that these people were susceptible to um, to fuck propaganda, mm-hmm. and that they basically had their brains warped specifically by Fox News. And this is like an actual legal defense that a lot of them are entering now, saying that like. Fox News is responsible for warping the brains of all these people and turning them against the Capitol. And you kind of have to wonder if there's going to be any long-term ramifications here. Because if if we look at this group of people and we say Fox News made, a, like basically incited a group of people to storm the U.S. Capitol, uh, should they be permitted to continue doing what they're doing? Uh, First Amendment considerations aside, but like... Mm-hmm. It's it's a fucking problem, and I think it's uh, it's generally being regarded as like a legitimate problem now that those people have acted on their crazy impulses. Yeah, I mean, all you had to do was look at the pictures of the people who ran into the Capitol, and I'm not going to say they had became mentally like diminished or challenged because of Fox News. I'm just thinking it's more of a they were in that state of mind, and then so Fox News kind of. Bur- burrowed its way into their brains a little easier than it should have like they maybe didn't have all the cognitive faculties you'd need and the critical thinking to maybe be like yo some of this is bullshit i shouldn't be believing all this well you know and- you, you have that whole that whole trump rally fox news uh frenzy that was going on for so long and the people just mm-hmm. you know the, once you're there it's mob mentality and yeah. they were already there, like they were already drinking the Kool Aid, and and uh, you know whether it was the Fox News or it was the or it was the rallies, uh, people are very malleable when they're in, in a group. You know, take take any concert for an example. Yeah, you, know, you got a, a guy on stage, and if anyone has any remote interest in him, and they go, hey, throw your hands in the air," they go, ah, "Right, uh, let's storm the Capitol." Ah. 
right? It's it's uh it's 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 a group it's a group effort. Like once you're once you're in a in a a large gathering mm -hmm. and you think that everyone there is of the same mind, you're just gonna go along with it. But yeah, I think that Fox News and 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 these Trump Trump rally things just got them there in the first place. They were already on board with uh, with it, it, overturning the 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 uh, the election, overturning it, and all they needed is a little, little push. Yeah, exactly. And it's like uh, usually these people have like some labor job where they're sweeping a floor or whatever, and then it's like this perfect storm of like bad luck where it's like the pandemic came in so all these people weren't going to work and they're sitting at home maybe some of them lost their jobs so they had to like move back in with their parents and they like can't go out and socialize so they're like just like sitting inside and being even more exposed so it's like that's like the answer to like why now basically for foxitis it's like these people weren't watching fox for like eight years straight it's like a lot of them like they say maybe like these are all like stuff we could suppose happen but it's like so basically these guys don't have a job to go to so they're watching fox news like you said your relative was for 12 hours a day all of a sudden instead of like going to their job and sweeping the floor or whatever so it's like it even just like hits them harder and faster why is their job sweeping the floor that's the first job I thought of. Okay, fine, Derek. Maybe <laughs> I didn't want to be a dickhead and be like these people who obviously can't work at the nuclear factory. They are, or they are fucking like complex math. They're essential workers is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm basically saying it's non-skilled labor or maybe even like, I don't know. Well, I guess like construction workers and stuff were deemed essential, so they wouldn't have been doing that. Maybe like I don't know, people stocking shelves in Walmart or whatever. I think you're right to an extent. Like, I think the the, yeah, yeah, the, the general <laughs> uh, brain damage we all suffered as a result of COVID, like definitely pushed some people over the edge. But like, you've also seen this play out. Um, and I'm sure there's some uh, like liberal publications that maybe like don't do it as bad or as overtly as Fox News, but they're also like, they're like everything the right wing does and everything Republicans do is bad, 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 bad. Mm -hmm. Here's this bad thing that they did. Here's why you should be angry about it. Fuck. Yeah. Get mad at Republicans all the time. And it's like um, you just you look at the state of U.S. politics and you're like that. That's it. And I read this article the other day and it's basically like it was all about you remember that white couple that like pointed guns at BLM protesters in Missouri and yep. Uh, and one of the, the husband from that couple is now running for office and oh of they're basically, well, then that's the thing. They're like, they're basically like, there's going to be this rise of political candidates who like stand for nothing. Don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like have like no reason to get into politics other than to like trigger the other side and people will vote for them because of that. And we're going to see this shit happening more and more on both sides is like if you can if you can make republicans or you can make democrats angry and it, it you're tro we're going to troll them by electing you to office and it's going to be a big fucking win for us you're going to see this shit happening more and more and it's just like okay well what does that mean for like politics got, like who's going to go in there and be like i'm actually prepared to like represent my constituents and do what's best for them and not just i'm prepared to go in there uh, there's this one fucking dipshit candidate from like North Carolina 
Um, he was like the the white college student who was in a wheelchair. White boy um, summer. White boy summer, except for this guy, because he's a fucking idiot. Um, but his like his whole thing is like this guy just got elected to like trigger liberals and that's it and like mm. every tweet he does he's like oh fucking in your face liberals and it's like dude you're an elected official like fucking do something that you're supposed to do in the job you have because if your whole if all you're doing is like trolling the left you can do that with a twitter account we don't need to like vote you into office and pay you tax a taxpayer salary to do that uh what was my yeah. point <laughs> No I'm idea. just going for the ride. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for uh, coming along with me. One thing I was going to say back when you oh, were saying, Lord. yeah, <laughs> back when um, we're talking about how, like, I, ca- I can't remember exactly what you were said, but somehow, like, this wasn't affecting the left people as much. But I think that's also because the left kind of were like the left news media and stuff were attacking so many different targets and they like they wouldn't set their sights on one specific target for long. So it'd be like Gina Carano would be getting canceled and then it would be some other celebrity. Then Donald Trump did something bad. So it's like them just attacking everybody for everything kind of saved a lot of people, this sort of thing, because it didn't give them the hyper focus like Fox did, where it was just like Joe Biden's bad and the liberals are bad. Whereas there it was like, all these people are bad because they're breaking all these different specific rules instead of just the one main focus. Does that make sense? Yeah. Looking at some blank faces. <laughs> no. And I think they're just like Fox news is like really, really good. Like they've elevated it to a science where they just mm-hmm. like, like, I mean, it's a 24 hour news channel. And for all 24 hours, they're repeating the same, like, you should be mad at liberals for this reason. BLM is a terrorist organization for this reason. Everyone you don't agree with is Antifa for this reason. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, they're like, they're really fucking good at it. But I, I don't know that what's going to happen now that people are like, well, they almost caused the, uh, you know, to democracy to be overthrown in the United States. Yeah, yeah but mo- most, most Fox, Foxitis sufferers, Still, 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 <laughs> fully believe that this is, uh, you know, that the, the election was stolen, and and that uh, we're living in they we they are living in some sort of uh, terrorist uh, organization right now. Uh, Trump's still their leader, who's by the way starting to do rallies again. Oh uh, God! For whatever fucking reason, I don't. God. Because yeah. he's a social vampire and he needs all their energy. Yeah, I, re- I remember some of the uh, I don't know if they still believe this, but a lot of them were like Joe Biden hasn't given his commencement speech yet. So he's not actually the president. And it's like, well, so I, I was like, what is that a thing? And I was like, no other president gives a commencement speech or like a or was it a commencement speech. It was a speech from. I don't know. Oh, an address to the nation or something. Yeah, he, but it's, yeah the, the, the uh, he did want to read though. Yeah, but it was like all the other presidents don't usually do those the first year or the first 90 days or whatever they're elected either. So it was just state of the union. union, Yeah. Yeah. And they were saying that's why he wasn't. But it's like, yeah, no president was doing that. So it's like, oh, so and they were like, oh, Trump could still come back and put all these, I don't know, people in jail and still drain the swamps. I don't know, because they're like, 
the, all that Q stuff. I wonder if anybody still believes any of that shit. Uh, There's I'm a documentary sure. series out right now. That's, I, oh I, yeah, are they still uh, are they HBO. still putting out like new Q new drops? Like, well, yeah, like does Q still ex- exist? Are they it's, still? It's it's kind of like dissipated, and it's like for the most part disintegrated. And and the, the the conversation now is is how do you take these people that were hardcore Q Q believers and bring them back? into society because they've alienated everybody and they've mm-hmm. been so hardcore in, uh, in their belief that that trump was their savior of whatever whatever it was they believed uh because yeah like it, the, the everything that happened up until january c- kind of went along with the narrative and then suddenly just nothing made sense anymore well, yeah even even after like trump had lost the election they were like you saw a lot of these people being like holding on hope and being like no this is just like the next step in the master plan and trump's going to show up with like military and and overthrow and like seize control and whatever the fuck else um and then i think like as they just continued losing legal challenges and trump scuttled off to fucking florida to hide out at a resort <laughs> i think they finally had to like they were forced to admit that it was at least to some, I don't know if anyone's admitting because no one ever wants to be like, oh, I fucking, I spent the last like like four years of my life believing in nothing. Um, so I don't know if, if they could, what we should do is just like have someone step in as Q and just be like, okay, uh, QAnons, our next target is climate this change. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to... We're gonna jump in and, and instead of eliminating uh, the scourge of pedophilia, our next target, we're gonna stop uh, carbon emissions in our respective cut co- and then like you know mobilize them as a force for good uh, instead of craziness. The f- most hilarious thing would be okay, is or not if Q came in and was like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do these 12 steps to make our lives better. And it just like transitioned <laughs> into Jordan Peterson. It'd be like, make your bed in the morning. That'll make you feel better. That way you won't have mental depression. And it just like, sort of like starts building them back up. <laughs> like, as it's like, cause let's just admit it. All QAnon people. Like I'd say 95% of them are like disillusioned males who could use like a good father figure that would kind of point them in the right direction. Not, not Jordan Peterson. I'm just saying he's the guy. Not Jordan, they could. Not Jordan Peterson. What or if Jordan Rogan. Peterson was like, I'm Q. I wasn't in Russia in a coma. I was actually leading the nation. That would be nuts. Oh, Texas. Good. Canadian. <laughs> you watched, did you watch that whole HBO documentary? What was it? Q nation or no, Q something? I- yeah i watched the first two episodes and apparently and i gave up i was like this is kind of like just kind of dumb and it was because it's all behind like it starts off and they go to um korea and they talk to the guys who run 8chan and it's just kind of following it's like a dad and his kid who run HN. So it was like the dad bought it for whatever reason it's not clear and then his son is running it and it's all it's very like uh Tiger King ish. Yeah, it's yeah. like very Tiger King ish. They say I'm a be cute. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, ah, because then they like, because somebody, the guy who built HN is in that too. And he's like a guy in a wheelchair and stuff. And then it just, it goes the Tiger King route where it's just like, 
shows you how like weird and messed up their lives are and how they like have bad interpersonal interpersonal relationships. But then I heard that like episode four, it gets really good and it kind of gets like into the grists of the whole QAnon thing. But from the first two episodes, it didn't answer anything. It was just like this person isn't QAnon and neither is this person. I think I think the answer is that no one is QAnon. Yeah, <laughs> we are all QAnon. I still think it's Steve Bannon just because that was the first one someone said it was, and I was like, well, that makes sense to me. I don't know enough about <laughs> it. <Checks> out. <laughs> sure, that guy. Fuck that he, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey Dale, did, did you see the breaking news? What's the breaking news? Did the Oilers lose? That the uh, Edmonton Oilers blew a three-goal lead in the third period and lost uh, five-four to the Winnipeg Jets and oh. are now down. I wanted to tell you to see the disappointment firsthand <laughs> on your face. So, uh, yeah, I was Sorry ignoring that. that to be professional on the podcast, <laughs> Derek. That <laughs> is a real kick in the dick because they, yeah, like you said, they're up four-one at one point. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a good thing this isn't sports podcast. So I don't have sports to dwell pain. on it. Sports, <laughs> sports are, are pain. pain. It's uh, just like anything else in life. As soon as you're emotionally invested, you just get hurt. <laughs> speaking of getting hurt. No, I don't know. Dude, and sports. I think, I think we have time for, for one more topic. So I'll let I'll let you pick your favorite. Or text. Did you have anything that uh, you were especially angry about this week that you wanted to uh, to weigh in on, on the podcast? No, I was nah. I was really hoping that we would uh, glom over the sports uh, topic that Dale had had uh, had sent me, but uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we were going there just now. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to talk about. We don't it. have I mean, to talk about. I don't think any of our listeners are real big sports fans either, and we did hit the sports pretty heavy last week, so I don't want to hit it twice and then them get all upset. That was more just a. Uh... Well, I guess we should just say what it was. So what it was was. Uh, game one of the Toronto Maple Leafs Cana- Montreal Canadiens playoff series, the Toronto Maple Leafs captain John Tavares got hurt very badly. He got knee in the head, the knee to the head as he was going down. And then he was like, it was like he had to get taken off on a stretcher. And then the next day, he was fucked up. Yeah. The next day, the Toronto Sun on their cover, they ran that's the uh, the headline captain crunched and it was a picture of John Tavares, like kind of like out of it with like a little bit of blood on his face. And everybody was super upset because it was very insensitive. This is also Toronto newspaper. Like I could see like Mm -hmm. uh, someone in like a rival city running that. Uh, But to do that in your own market with your own beloved hockey captain, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they sold some copies or got some clicks or oh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, Outrage is a pretty substantial uh, marketing tool these days. Like, if you can piss people off, they'll they'll look at what you're selling. I.e. the last five years of social media in general. It's either if you don't have tits, just piss people off to get likes. That's basically how it works. You should lead with that quote for this episode because I'm That's sure a- it will have the effect you're <laughs> looking be, for. should be the new tagline. <laughs> Fuck. The best part about that tagline is it'll piss everybody off who has who is a female. I skirted around it there. Thank you, Dale. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to talk about the Horgan thing at all? Sure, we can do it really. I mean, I'm fucking 
Well, you and I talked about it a bit on our hike today, but we can. Uh... Yeah. Ladies, we're outdoorsmen. We went on a hike. Uh... Was it romantic? Did you pick a picnic? So, well, our, our, uh, my wife and his girlfriend were there. So it was not as romantic as it could have been. If it had just been the two of us. Yeah, it wasn't white boy summer. It was white couple <laughs> summer. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, BC has been in a when did it start? November? No, it couldn't have been that long ago. It was like, yeah, no, it was November when they started the all the, the don't don't go to houses. Don't go to the circuit breaker shit. Yeah. Yeah. But Are the, you the, serious? Rest, the restaurant thing started in March. Oh yeah, they you yeah, can't. Yeah, it was right before spring break, right? Yeah, there was no dining at restaurants, and that was called like they had said, like tech tech said, the circuit breaker. And Horgan, um, was that yesterday? He was just like, oh, looks like on Tuesday our circuit breaker is going to be done, and everybody's like, but nothing's changed. Why would it be done? And and it's funny because. Through the whole thing, Horgan's basically hands off. Like at Christmas, he showed that he didn't know the rules. He's like, I'm going to go hang out with friends. And they're like, you're not allowed to do that. That's against the rules. That's I thought you had said, because it's been Bonnie Henry, the doctor who she's not even like an official position. I thought she was just like um, sort of like a liaison or whatever, like. a, yes, whatever. Sorry, he's a spokesperson. She's a yeah, a, she's a talking stick. Mm -hmm. So she was supposed or she's usually the one who's been saying everything and Horgan's been hanging out in the background. I call him like Horgan, the stepdad who's trying to be everybody's friend. So he's like coming on a little strong and too awkward. He's like, hey, you kids want pizza for your party and all this stuff. So he comes in. He like wants to like glom up all the good guy vibes and be like, hey, I think it's going to be over because I'm your premier. And then everybody's be like waiting for mom to actually tell us what's going to happen on Tuesday. Cause they're like, sure. Horgan, we don't believe you at all. We'll wait for Bonnie Henry to tell us what's actually going to happen. Um, well, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's a, uh, you know, he's, he's, if, if, if things are going the way he's suggesting, this is, this is sort of the, maybe amends to what he did. They did the whole group did mm -hmm. the previous couple of, of announcements where, you know, they like the night, the night before New Year's Eve and like the night before, what was it like Valentine's Day day? Like what like people are like restaurants, businesses are ordering things thinking they're going to be in business. And then like the next day they're supposed to be shut down and they've got reservations and they've got, food you know that, mm -hmm. that's that's gonna now they've ordered it they can't send it back it's gonna go bad uh you know if 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 they are going in the right direction the open direction on tuesday this is a nice heads up so that people can rest with business, businesses restaurants can reorder and stock up in preparation for it mm -hmm. but if he's saying shit out of line like he has been then yeah. people might be jumping the gun and spending money and uh you know suffering more losses if if they if they don't announce what they hinting they're gonna announce on tuesday because there's a lot of hinting it's mm -hmm. not a lot of concrete yeah shit. i don't think any if any restaurant yeah owner, like i have to wonder yeah sorry you go ahead derek 
Decker, well, are you like, on a del- say I have to wonder how many people are like waiting for the aff- yeah my fucking my internet <laughs> shit in the bed so I don't yeah, know yeah, how awkwardly this is can you hear yeah, me you're you're on a delay so I'm just gonna wait for what? you to say what you want okay I'm gonna go now uh, I have to wonder how many businesses <laughs> are waiting for like the official announcement because nobody really trusts what comes out of Horgan's mouth now it's like some of the stuff he said has been in contract. Like Bonnie Henry is clearly in fucking charge of this province at this point. Like I don't know what what Horgan is is doing uh, or if he's being briefed beforehand. But like uh, I feel for a lot of businesses because yeah, it's they're kind of getting tossed a lifeline here. But like, how trustworthy is it that they're going to be allowed to open at whatever capacity? And like they're you know you gotta you can't just be if you're a restaurant you can't just be like well we're ready to serve fucking at 25 percent capacity now like you have to have your staffing you have to have food order you have to have drink order you have to have all that shit ready to go and yep. uh i i don't know that that a lot of people uh maybe they're they're gonna take run the risk but i don't know if i would trust this administration at all at this point no yeah no that's basically exactly what i was gonna say it's like Anybody who's had to sit through the all the other times, like Tech said, where it's like, okay, we got our food, we're ready to go, and they're like, ah, lay everybody off, it's fucking done, and they're like, shit. So I don't, I think everybody's going to be like, all right, we're not fucking buying our food order or hiring staff until it's like for sure, for sure, for sure. It's like after you've like made plans with that flaky friend like five times, and you're like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna totally come out, make the reservations. Let's go to the, let's go, <laughs> and then you're like, uh huh, and then you basically wait till they're there before you order food or whatever for them. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great analogy there, Dale. Thanks. I'm quite good at them. <laughs> Did somebody hurt somebody in this podcast? No, <laughs> I've just no. It's it's not anyone in particular. It's like, just was like it, was that? A, were you sub podcasting me? Is that what that was? No, guys. It's I'm 40, and it's happened. It's been spread out throughout my friend group where enough people have flaked. But there's times where you're like, yeah, I'll go out, and then the time comes, you're like, God, I hope they flake. I don't want to leave my house, and then they do, and you're like, yes. But it's like, I don't know. It's like the one good thing about the pandemic is nobody's flaked on anybody. Because if you are actually going to make plans with someone, you're like, yeah, let's fucking hang out. I've been inside all the time. So it's like maybe the pandemic will actually be the cure for flakiness. Probably not, though. No, it's encouraged mine. I'm I'm constantly like, hey, you want to go for drinks? Oh, yeah, sure. Very soon. Very soon. We're going to go out very soon. I'll see you very soon. Very soon. This is this is I I live here. (laughs) Yeah. The weird thing too is I think a lot of people are learning to be like, oh, you know, maybe hanging out in my house isn't as bad as I used to think it was. Like before the pandemic, we're all like, fuck, I got it's the weekend. We gotta go out, we gotta party, we gotta do something, go see a movie, go hang out. And now it's just like, you know, maybe. Staying in my house isn't that bad. It's like, and you just like, maybe instead of spending money on going out, you spend more money on yourself and like making your house more comfortable to hang out in and stuff. And then you make it more of like a nest, so to speak. You know, who'd who'd have thunk, who'd have thunk that, uh, you know, in six months, 12 months, the first time I run into a friend uh, randomly 
it's in a garden. (laughs) 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 I saw Dale at Van Dusen last week. (laughs) That was as funny too, because it's like, just a couple of dudes hanging out and then we meet at the garden. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, there's lots of nice flowers here. And it's yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> so that's wildlife just around the yonder up that, uh, <laughs> up that ridge. Yeah. Watch out. A coyote shit on the path. <laughs> don't step in it. We actually, it's funny because it's like, I don't know if like it's pandemic or whatever, but coyotes are a lot braver than they used to be. I don't know if they've just like moved in more, if there's more of them, but it's like, there's this coyote in Van Dusen and it kind of just like walked across the path and it was close to people and it just didn't give a fuck. And it just like squatted and pooped and then kept going. And it's like, is this like in a the pandemic path, thing? Eh? Yeah. That's an right on the move. path. Yeah. Yeah. It's the new honey badger. yeah and then you like hear joggers keep getting bit in stanley park by coyotes nature is healing (laughs) they're basically rat dogs are everywhere and they're fucking you can't get rid of them once they're there all right on that note speaking of rat dogs and who you can't get rid of (laughs) uh this has been episode 172 of outrage factory uh text thanks so much for joining us man always a a true pleasure having you around Mm -hmm. and uh hopefully we can see you and go bowling or fucking something when this pandemic is actually over uh assuming horgan knows what the fuck he's talking about I want nothing more than this all this bullshit and I mean the numbers are way down just fucking the state some states are fucking saying COVID's over I mean they can't just be making that up, can they? <laughs> I mean, we're, all, we're all vaccinated. We can start making yeah. it together, right? Yeah. Yeah. We could spit each other's mouths. Let's I go bowling and just. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> lick each other's balls. <laughs> exactly. I don't yeah. know if you, you could ever get COVID from that. I mean, your balls are at least six feet from your mouth. So I think, <laughs> I think you're, you're okay. <laughs> Maybe your hangy balls, but not mine. (laughs) Uh, Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I've been your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. Tex, can people find you on the internet somewhere if if they want to do such a thing? I don't know. Look for Tex. Uh, hey, text. if you don't get enough of my flower pictures on Instagram, Tex also posts flower pictures at was it Whiskey Texas Foxtrot on Instagram? Yeah, don't ask. Tex ass Foxtrot. <laughs> Tex ass. There you go. You'll get a double dose of flower pictures. Most of, like he's a better gardener than me because I don't have the time or patience to do that. So, yeah. Do you give gardening tips at all? No. No, mm, start a po- start a podcast. Yeah, start a, a gardener podcast. That'd be fun. I, I don't know anything about gardening. I just get drunk and I put things in the dirt and I water them and I hope for that. <laughs> <That's> so, <laughs> works out okay for you? Sometimes. All I right. mean, I'm not a gardening expert, but I'm pretty sure that's all there is to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's weather dependent. Water, sun, <laughs> Yeah. Don't let the bugs kill a shit. Uh, <laughs> There you go. Gardening. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Gardening Tips with Text. 
uh, <laughs> hey, if you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get that. If you really like the podcast, buy some merch or uh, send Dale and I money directly. If you see us on the street, you can just hand us a fucking handful of crumpled bills. We don't give a shit. Give us some money. Uh, Dale, anything we're, else? Or even like strippers. You could just throw loonies and toonies at us. <laughs> Yikes. And until next week, stay angry. Stay angry.